Hi there, welcome back for Mini Wag TV VMworld US 2012. That's what I'm calling it. <laughs> Slips off the tongue. With me, I have a friend from Down Under. Please introduce yourself to everybody. Well, my name's Craig Waters. I run the Melbourne VMware User Group uh, down in Australia. Uh, and we first met, I was down uh, in Australia, down? Yeah, yeah down under. Down under, uh, <laughs> last year, speaking at the uh, Brisbane, uh, Brisbane B-Mug and the Melbourne B-Mug. Yeah, uh, yeah. I learned that you have to drop the E and just say Bun at the end of it. That's the one. So is this your first VMworld US? I am a VMworld newbie, this is my very VMworld first one. VMworld virgin. Yeah, yeah that's what, I think that's what I put in the Twitter, yeah. So yeah, no, it's been, uh, been a fantastic time, yeah. I'm, so have you been to a lot of sessions? Is that what you've been doing? Do you know, I, I'll be honest with you, I've been completely lazy. I haven't been to, I've, I've been to two sessions, totally, yeah. I've been to one HAL as well, one um, online lab session as well. I've pretty much hung out here in the uh, hang space. I think it's an, been an amazing place. And just putting, uh, putting faces to a lot of these names, you know, a lot of these people who I talk to on Twitter and like finding well, out who they really my, are. My name, so. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, there's a lot of people here, and I mean, that's partly why I do this mini wag thing is mm -hmm. to try and put a face to the name to the people and give them a chance to speak. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, there was uh, announcements this, this, this week vSphere uh, 5.1, vCloud Director 5.1, so on and so forth. Um, I don't know, did you, have you had your hands dirty with the betas? And the yeah, I was on the 5.1 beta group, so yeah, I've had a bit of play with some of the new features, yeah. So, so I mean, out of those new features, what, what really caught your eye? Um, well, probably two things, yeah. First of all, the, um, the distributed switch changes, you know, the fact that you can back up and restore configs and stuff, that, that kind of thing. This is a new import-export Yeah, 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 and I think it's a health check thing as well, so it'll actually like, tell you if there's something wrong too. So that was a big... We, we kind of held off from the, um, the distributed switch just because of the, uh, some of the problems around uh, having a backdoor. You know, I think there's some recommendations around having a V-switch sat there ready for a backdoor. Oh, I mean, in case your management network was on the V-switch and it got burned. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. I mean, the other thing to say about that is that uh, if you are sat on the tree with a saw in your hand and you can cut through that link, mm. the, the hypervisor now will stop the configuration going through if it thinks it's going to disconnect the right, ESX okay, source yeah. from the virtual center. Yeah, right. So the only way to actually cut your tree is if you can see there's another way of communicating. So there's a kind of automatic rollback yeah, right. of the hypervisor should you yeah, be right. cutting it off. And there's also a yeah. restore function for the hypervisor as well. Should you lose management controls on it, mm. you can put that management layer back in. Yeah. I mean, did you see yourself using that import-export function beyond backup? Could you see other uses for it? Well, I suppose it's a, a configuration means or something like that, I don't know. But, well, I mean, what some people have been talking about is if you've got a large environment, you could uh, export your distributed uh, switch configuration, import it into yeah, a test yeah. environment, fuck around with it, get it the way you want to, yeah, right, export yeah. that, and then import into a function mm. environment. So, I mean, I wonder, I wonder whether we'll stop with the distributed switch, you know. In a way, host profiles kind of do that because you create a host profile from a, a reference. Yeah, host. yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. Um, 
it's kind of backing up that kind of metadata, which I guess historically has been in Virtual Center and therefore been in a SQL DB. And that's not really very granular, is it? You, no, it's all no, or nothing no. from that SQL DB. Yeah, no, Trying to restore individual components out of Virtual Center is still a little bit of a major ass. So I wondered whether that's something we'll see elsewhere. Yeah, yeah. Was, there, was there anything else in there? Yeah, I guess the, the other was the auto-deploy side of it, the caching capability. I think that was, that's probably, you know, the, the main feature that will probably make us actually use it, you know, the fact that you can cache to a local disk as well. Uh, see, I need to interpret this into my language. <laughs> I say cache, you, oh, say, right, yeah. you say cache. I say cache, yeah. All right, okay, well, uh, But I thought that was the UK way of saying it. Was it? Well, I don't know, yeah. Cache, it's getting yeah. all, well, maybe it's a French word. Oh, cache. yeah. Oh. Because you know, you know we're router. We router, in, router. in Australia we say router, but router means something very different yes, in I know. Australia. Yes, I something so. I've heard. I think a good route means something entirely different. Yeah, in, in <laughs> that's the one. Yeah. Well, yeah. In case people don't know, you can take the configuration that you would normally feed on demand for a Pixie mm -hmm. boot. Once it's first Pixie boot once, it then caches that or caches that either to USB or local storage. So the next time it boots, if it can't find the Pixie, right. it will still boot from something. That's right. The other yeah. thing you can do is a stateless install or mm, install mm. through auto deploy. That's so it actually gets written down to the machine permanently. Yeah. I'm less sure whether that's going to be of interest mm. to people because once it's on disk you lose all the remote kind of controls that you get from auto deploy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's quite a lot to set yeah. up to then just put the software on the machine permanently. Definitely, yeah. When you, when yeah. you could be using the ultimate deployment appliance, a <laughs> shameless plug, which requires less uh, spin up time. Yeah, right. But I yeah. guess um, yeah. it allows a little bit of flexibility, people can switch between one and the yeah. other. I guess the other thing we should mention as well is that the host profiles, which are mandatory if you want to do the auto deploy, yeah. now have a few more extra features and a few good. more bits of functionality because yeah, yeah, yeah. uh, there were certain things you couldn't do with uh, the host profiles like yeah, if you needed yeah. a host entry or if you mm. wanted to look around with PAM and the way the authenticator yeah, right. yeah, that yeah. was still something yeah, you were having okay. to do on hand and of course when the box rebooted those settings were gone. lost because yeah. they the host profiles to bring mm. it back so I mean on the other side of the house there were some end using computing announcements this week Namely, ones, Horizon yeah. Suite. Mm. I don't know whether you were there for the actual um, keynote. Well, I was actually was in that? here, I was, but, you know, with a 360 degree. Yeah. Yes, we are. <laughs> <laughs> no worries. You see, it's so, uh, my method of recording is just this iPhone on a stand. People aren't watching, they think we're just having a chat, yeah. but in a way, we are just having a chat. So, um, a wag. We're having a wag. A wag. So, did the... Um, the announcement Horizon uh, Suite uh, interest you, or is end-using computing just not your bag? Yeah, unfortunately where I work at the moment, there's there's not a big requirement for it. So, um, I mean, look again, it was, it's still a, you know it's quite a, an interesting technology because of the fact it's you know it's, it's uh, leveraging consumer devices like your phones and your iPads and stuff. So I think it's very you know it's an important area right now. You know as far as you know managing uh, devices, you know the whole BYOD or what was the uh, spending yeah, your, spending own your own money, money yeah. SOM or whatever. That's it is. right, yeah. So, so I mean, we wouldn't be remiss uh, because we've got a VMUG leader. You've got mm. an opportunity to promote your VMUG. So, when's the next meeting? What's what's coming up in Australia? What's happening in the near? Yeah, okay, there's a few things then. So, our next meeting, we've got a quarterly meeting on the uh, Thursday, the 27th 
of September, and it's going to be about SRM. And I'm actually giving away some of your uh, VMware Press SRM books for that. Okay. We've got um, a company called Neverfail are demoing their product, and then we've also got um, VMware are going to talk about the new features of SRM, uh, some of the uh, pieces around vSphere replication being integrated into the vSphere product now, and uh, also we've got some customer presentations as well. So some of the members are actually coming forward and presenting. And if there's any more members that want to come forward and present at the uh, Melbourne VMUG, please get in touch with me. Because it wouldn't be a user group unless users present at the user group. That's right, that's exactly it's right. It's always the hardest thing, I think, getting mm. users to come forward. And there's always that, mm. well, oh, well, my company would never let me, and oh, I'm extremely busy, and you know, I don't want to show our IP addresses and the names of our hosts. <laughs> there's ways to get around those things, though, yeah? They are, you know, yeah. they are there, but there are ways to get well, around there's it. There's a you know? will, there's a way. So yeah, find yeah. the will and bring yourself forward to present. And then if you don't, you can't complain if you say, oh, well, there's too many vendors trying to sell us a product. You know, well, if you yeah, want it to yeah. be more user-oriented, mm. users have to be, come forward. And it shouldn't be left to the steering committee to be the users. That's right. It should be yeah, users yeah. for real. That's very true, yeah. And then uh, VForum is coming Yeah, we've got VForum in uh, November. I believe it's the 13th and 14th of November. So that's a two-day event. That's kind of a, it's like a VM world for Australia. So that's a... I think there's going to be some good names. Last year it was at the same time as VMworld Barcelona, so this this time it's on a separate date. So hopefully we're going to get some of the uh, you know a bit of presentation uh, representation from some of the American guys. I know people like Vaughn Stewart, uh, Chad Sakak, all those kind of guys are going to be over. So that'll be really good. And the the Melbourne VMworld's got an all-day event. We've uh, we've finalised the date. It's going to be uh, Thursday the 7th of February 2013. So a few months to go yet, and I'm hopefully. Mike Laverick here is going to come along and, uh, you know, tell us about some new cloud stuff that you're, yeah, that kind of cloud thing that you're kind of going to get involved in a bit more. Eat free food and <laughs> hopefully get, get free beer given oh, to yeah, me yeah. In, in the evening. So, uh, I mean, that, that, that's the only reason I attend VMUGS, of course. <laughs> well, anyway, thank you very much for, for joining us on the, on the Miniwag. We should get you on the full show again, I think, sometime. I would love to, yeah, very much well, so. It was, a while yeah. ago, it was, it was uh, October 2010, there you go. Wow. It feels like it was only yesterday. Yeah, I remember it very well. <laughs> okay, well, thank you very much so, for watching and stay tuned for the next mini-wag.